I wasn't planning on, on reading, but it, it, it came to me. Um, Tom's 91. Let's read that. Because it, it, it made me think when it, about being yoked to um, Christ. Uh, I'll read that, read that, and I'll explain what, what I was thinking. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver me from this snare of the fowler from the noisome pestilence. He shall c- c- cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eye Shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked? Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. In that all contingents, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret places in the secret place of the Most High and abideth under the shadow of the Almighty. And sometimes I find myself, I don't dwell there. And I wonder why, why don't I remain where, where, where there, like why don't I remain there? In um, John, it talks about abiding John 15. Um, there's one verse that stuck out to me. It, 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 it talks about about abiding. We all read that about, and, but there's one verse, verse ten. It says, "If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love." And I'll touch on that more. But just keep that that verse in the, the back of your mind for for right now. Um, but I found. Like Satan cannot touch us whenever we're uh, abiding there. But what he does, he tempts us and lures us out from that place. And I'm finding, but like we often don't see the temptation as wrong. Therefore, that's why we we go out from the place. Like we're not tempted with murder. He tempts us in things that we may not. We think, oh, they're they're here nor there. Um, so I, 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 I wanted to, to, to just some things that I've learned because often the thing I deal with today 
is that thing that I did yesterday that, was, that I thought was neither here nor there. That drew me out of that place. And so I wanted to talk a bit about temptation. What, because I think if we abide there, those things, we have, there's a lot of power there. But often I find myself, I don't abide. And I was thinking, what causes me not to, 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 to abide. So, um, f- first of all, I, 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 I want to look at who, uh, who t- t- tempts us. And, um, and m- 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 Matthew 4, I'll just, just read a, a bit of that. When Jesus was led up of the wilderness into, when Jesus was led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, and when he had fasted for forty days and forty nights, he was afterwards and hungered, and the tempter came to him and said, if thou be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. And my point is that Satan is one person that tempts us. And in James, it says, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted, neither tempteth he any man. Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth Death. I don't understand how all that works. It says we're tempted of ourselves, and then it says, um, um, Satan, Satan tempts us. So I do know Satan is one of the main causes of temptation. And um, so it's important for us to know where temptation comes from. And one thing I want to point out about temptation. Like, uh, it's like uh, this worm on a, a hook. What's the, if you're, if you're fishing, fishing, you don't go out there to feed fish. But yet you feed them. You go out there to them, catch them. Um, and hunters, uh, 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 they will plant, they'll plant expensive clover and they'll do a lot of stuff to feed the deer. They don't go out there to feed the deer. They go there they want to, but they know they give them things that the deer like, and that's my point with temptation. Satan gives us things that we think, "What's wrong with them?" Um, it looks so innocent, but I was just wanted to challenge us. Take a look. There's something. There may be something behind it. Like, what was wrong with Jesus making that bread, that stone, into a bread? But there was something behind it, and I'll explain a bit more what I mean. Um, but uh, let's go go to um to um Genesis three and verse one 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 to thirteen and read the first where the first temptation took place. <clears throat> now that the serpent was more was more subtle than. Any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat 
of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto to the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good from evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree, in a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did give, did eat and give unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God, from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And, and the, 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 the man said, The woman whom thou gavest me, to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What hast thou done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Like some some points there, like. The, the it's often temptation wouldn't be a temptation unless it would be appealing to him the, 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 the flesh it was good to him look upon it was pleasant to the eyes in a tree to be desired to make one wise often Like um, Satan will put something in front of, in front of us and we don't just look at temptation like, Like it's the bait on a trap, and that in itself may not be the worst thing, but yeah, it separates us from God. It's like Satan does a pretty good job at hiding what's beneath the surface. And what I want to expose today that there is a string attached to to whatever maybe maybe. Well, I, I, I'll just just go on, on here. Or like um, Satan, he, the thing he tempts us with, it often starts out small, but he knows he wants us because any disobedience separates us from that fellowship with God. So he would do the smallest thing it takes in order for us, because he knows we're going to bite at the smaller things, especially if we're abiding there, we're going to bite at the smaller things first. So he's going to give something that... Oh, that's not that bad. Um, to separate us, and then he'll feed us bigger and, and, and bigger things. And it's often, it's what I'm trying to say. It's often a root of something that we might not call bad, but it leads to bad things. And we don't get to bad things by starting with bad things. We get to them by those small things that, that God says don't do. Um, and I'll just 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 read a few things. It says. Uh, 
in Timothy 6, verse 9 and 10, it says, But they that will be rich fall into temptation, in a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, while some have coveted after... They have erred from the phrase and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. We look at adultery and some of those big sins as big, big things, but it says the love of money is the root, and a root you can't see. It stems, stuff grows from there. And that's my point that many, whether it's a movie, whether it's, it says redeem the time for the days are evil, whether it's we're, that or one thing that, that God spoke to me, and it was um, in um, where it talks about think on these things. And I wouldn't think on bad things, but there are times I would like to dream, like to do. It says, think on whatsoever things are true. We let doors open whenever we're not obedient in those smallest things that we know. And then those lead to bigger things. And if we're struggling with what we call big things, we sometimes fight those big things, and it's those smaller things that we know. We know, but we think, oh, they're not that bad. Those things often cause the big things. They're often a root, like the love of money. We think of that. Yeah, we should, God help us with that. But it says, you cannot love, you cannot serve God in mammon. It's, and that's what I think in John, it talks about, um, um, it, just, it just spoke to me this morning. I often wondered, how do I remain there? But it says, those that keep his commandments. Um, and we look at, we sometimes have a, uh, uh, we don't look at maybe redeeming the time as a commandment or maybe um, you name it, like those other, there are maybe what we call small things, but we don't look at that as a commandment. God doesn't just give those things just to give us. He, he knows where, like they're actually very, very important. Like, um, I, had a th- I thought, well, like some things that I, I was convicted of, and it's hard to explain, but um, sometimes you can, it can be anything, but Satan will give us things to relax us. And they're often not bad things. But it says we are in a warfare and he wants to let us let our shield down. And it may be music, maybe movies, maybe you name it what it is. If it lets you put your guard down and if it, if it causes you to relax. And because there's a verse that says... Um, where's that verse at? I think no. Some I think John, somebody read it this morning about. Okay, it says. No, I don't think he read this one. But in Ephesians six, it says, "Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand the wiles against the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness in this world, against spiritual darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. And sometimes the temptation is just to let our armor down. Sometimes the temptation is just to relax in, 
and it, it dulls our senses. And it, like I said, it's a very, very small thing, but it leads to um, bigger things. So my encouragement is just to be careful with what we do. And is it leading us to God or, or taking us away? Is it dulling our spiritual senses or is it sharpening it? Um, and it's different for each, each person. Like, was bread wrong to eat? But... But, but Jesus didn't turn that stone into um, bread. It's different for each person. Why are we doing the things we're doing? Is it drawing us closer, making our senses sharper? Or, or is it dulling our senses? And each person has to be honest with themselves. But it was very eye-opening to um, me to, um, to, um, to um, see that, 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 I think God showed me that that's why you're failing in this area that you call big. It's because you allow these small weeds to grow. You allow these small things that every, maybe no one else around you calls them a sin, but God tells you don't do that. That's why it starts right there. And that's, it was eye-opening to, to me. And I think, <clears throat> I think that's often our problem, like about, you mentioned something, John, you mentioned something about putting on and in, in, um, putting off. It, it all happens whenever we remain under the, the, the shadow of His Almighty, I think, of His wing. It, it all happens right there, but sometimes, yeah, we don't, we try to do, we wonder why we don't have power, we wonder why we can't put these on. It's often because of we allow those small things to uh, um, go, 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 go. And, um, and I, I have um, the verse I touched on, Philippians 4, 6 to 8, it says, Be careful for nothing but everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, my brethren, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. And I often look at that as like, yeah, it's good to do. But when we don't make a practice and do these things, I think we'll have problems and we won't be able to put on and put off those, those things that, that we know we should. Like, let's, let's take God's Word and apply everything that we know. Uh, apply it and try to do it. And then I believe God will give us victory. And I believe we'll have more success in remaining in a... a, a, a abiding there. And... And that's all I am had, and I want to thank you guys for listening and for praying.